This is Twenties Inspired. I am on a mission to design my twenties around happiness and purpose through learnings from personal experiences, <laughs> books, podcasts, articles, and talks. I hope to inspire you to live a more happy and fulfilling life, according to you. Hello, welcome back to 20s Inspired. We are back with a solo episode today, just following on from the interview that we had last week. Let me know your thoughts on the interview. I absolutely loved interviewing Nathan. He was a world of wisdom and I actually really enjoyed interviews. So it is going to be now a mix between solo episodes and interviews. So if there's anyone that you would like me to interview, just slide on in and let me know. I am sitting here with Ugg boots, with two blankets, and I'm still cold. It is getting freezing in Sydney right now. I just wanted to let you know that I'm a little wuss when it comes to the cold. Anyway, so getting into the episode, today we are talking about overcoming the fear of judgment to actually start living your dream life. So imagine what you could do, what you could accomplish if you weren't afraid of how others perceive you. What kind of life would you live? What would you start? Who would you be? Or if you perhaps had the confidence and belief in yourself to start that project or to follow that dream, go down that path. For every year that goes by, books were never sent off to publishers. Artworks never sent off to galleries, ideas never taken seriously, passion projects never launched, and pens never put to paper. From the fear of how others may perceive us, and the fear of judgment from others. Of course, there are other elements to play in this, like our own limiting beliefs and a lack of self-confidence, perhaps imposter syndrome, and also, of course, the fear of failure. But I do think that the fear of social judgment plays a role in many of these factors as well. For example, would you care as much about failing if no one saw it happen? If our failings were never publicized, were never seen on social media, were never heard about, would we be so caught up in the process of failing? Would we be so hard on ourselves? Or does a lot of it come down to the fear of judgment involved in that failure? I believe the fear of social judgment can hold us back from living the lives that we are meant to live and from chasing our passions. This fear can even hold us back from being our true selves, from talking about the things that we want to talk about in life and from expressing ourselves. I want to start off by saying that this episode is not here to simply tell you to just start that project or that scary thing that you've been wanting to do and forget about judgment and forget about other people's opinions. If it were that easy, we would all be going down the path that we want to go down. We would all be perfectly expressing ourselves. We would all be taking risks. So it's not that easy. Instead, I want to get into the reasons of why we feel such a fear around how others perceive us and how this is perhaps a good thing to a certain extent. 
Then we're going to get into some steps that have made all the difference for me in my life in actually being able to overcome this fear of judgment from others when I never thought that I would actually be able to. I've been able to launch 20s inspired and overcome my fear of what other people think of me because of these things that I did. So let's get into it. Why are we so afraid of what other people think of us? So humans are incredibly social beings. Dating all the way back to the hunter-gatherer times, we are going way back, humans needed a tribe to survive. Tribal bonding increased our chance of survival, finding food, finding shelter, and even enabled reproduction. So according to science, this is very much still the case today. It's in our innate makeup to actually crave belongingness, to feel a part of a community, to have a tribe. We crave not just a sense of surface level connection with others, but to feel a sense of belonging with them. It's why community and connection with others is scientifically proven to be our number one factor in creating a happy and healthy life. So feeling a sense of belonging is something that can't be overlooked. So how does this relate to judgment, you ask? Well, one psychology article referred to social judgment as a threat to our sense of belonging a threat to our psychological safety in our social environments. So it's no wonder that so many of us fear what other people think of us when this innate sense of needing to belong dates back to our very origins. Psychological safety is the belief that you won't be punished or humiliated by speaking up with ideas, questions, concerns, or by expressing yourself. It's having no fear of judgment from others when expressing yourself. We actually need to feel psychologically safe within our social environments. And a lot of what I have heard on the topic about starting a passion project or simply showing up as your true authentic self, you know, all that jazz, is simply about disregarding what other people think of us. To ignore other people's opinions and just do it. The who cares mentality. I want to come at this from a different angle because I think we do care. And according to science, it's in our innate makeup to care about where we stand in our social environments. If we need to feel a sense of belonging, I think it's all too easy to say who cares, just do it. Because that goes against one of our primal needs to feel psychologically safe in our social circles. So what does the science actually say about being psychologically safe or feeling psychologically safe? So a study conducted by Harvard has shown that without psychological safety, our prefrontal cortex, which is a part of our brain, can't actually develop properly or use executive functions to carry out decision-making, goal-setting, planning, self-control, and so on. Feeling psychologically safe, according to science, is incredibly important for our development and to also do well in our pursuits. So, of course, if we feel that by speaking up or by launching a project or by going down a different path, we may not be psychologically safe and it may threaten our sense of belonging, 
Well, of course, this can make starting or going down that path or doing that thing so much more challenging. So if you are dwelling on starting something from fear of judgment, it's not that you are weak. It's not that you care too much about other people's opinions, but perhaps there is something in your environment, in your social life that is making you feel that you won't be accepted. And that's a big thing to consider. So knowing that we need to feel psychologically safe to A, perform well, and B, to actually function at a higher capacity, I think it's so important to not just say launch that project. Because if we're honest with ourselves, most of us do care what other people think. And I think that's a really important quality to have. I mean, to an extent. If we didn't care what other people thought, we'd perhaps be quite selfish and not open to taking constructive feedback and be open to growing and improving. These are really important qualities. Feedback is king and caring about others' opinions, the right people's opinions, let me just put that in there, is so valuable to improving and growing. So before I launched 20s Inspired, the thing that was actually stopping me was absolutely the fear of judgment, the fear of what other people thought, of social criticisms, of being ostracized from my social circles. It's quite a niche thing to post on socials to everyone you know that you are starting a self-development podcast, especially since that's not what people would expect of me. Most people in my circles would not have known this side of me. I'm quite jokey, so people wouldn't have known that I'm really into self-development, enough to launch a whole podcast on it. Because in person, I don't really talk about the topics I cover in this podcast, unless I'm with someone that shares similar interests. It's more of a hobby that I keep to myself. So... Everyone was taken aback. My family, they were like, where on earth did this come from? Why do you have so much to say? I was never really open about this side of me from fear of sounding cringy. Turns out I'm actually quite philosophical. I'm surprising myself. Anyway, the point of this is to say that if I went from being way too apprehensive about launching a side hustle like this and fearing way too much about what other people think of me to actually being able to make this a huge part of my life and something that I talk about with everyone, then you can too. So I've really thought about the things that actually enabled me to overcome this fear of judgment because it wasn't just a fuck it moment. I mean, of course, like any risk taker, there's always a fuck it moment involved in the process, right? But there were many things that I did in the lead up to actually gain the confidence to say fuck it and announce my podcast. So first things first, I think it's important to acknowledge that we do need to feel psychologically safe. If I thought that I was going to be cancelled socially from all my friends, there is no way that I would have launched. So what I find interesting is we actually need to develop a sense of psychological safety to, number one, be able to launch or to be able to go down that path or to be able to express yourself in the first place. And number two, to actually do well with it, to be successful in that pursuit. We need to feel a sense of belonging. 
So how can we get that with starting something left field or perhaps going against the grain? How can we gain that sense of belonging so we can stay with it? So these are the steps that I took. Number one, take a look into your existing social environments. This one is massive. If you feel a sense of fear around putting yourself out there and around trying something new, perhaps your social environment is working against you and not for you. As James Smith says, your social environment will either be the wind in your sails or the headwind that you are sailing against. Putting yourself out there is hard enough with having to overcome our own limiting beliefs, our own self-criticisms, our own judgments that we all have from time to time. The last thing we need on top of all the pressure that we put on ourselves is judgment from our social circles as well. Overcoming our own judgments can be hard enough on its own. We need to ensure the people we are surrounding ourselves with are lifting us up, supporting our goals and wanting to see us succeed. This can be the make or break of not only chasing your dreams, but also being successful within them. There was a distinct time in my adult life where there would be no way I would have started something like this and felt socially safe. No chance. There was a time when I felt I couldn't even really be myself. It was a short period of time, but it was there. There was a point where come 10 p.m. on a night out, I would be on the soda waters. You know, I'd be in remission for the night, but I used to tell people there was vodka in it. Now, that sounds so pathetic, but you know, the Australian drinking culture, we won't get into that today, very judgmental. But now... I would never do this. I can confidently go on a whole night out completely sober or just have two drinks and announce to everyone that I'm sober for the rest of the night. And the only thing that changed was my social environment, was who I was surrounding myself with because I know now that I will feel accepted in that. I wouldn't feel socially excluded. Adjusting my social environment and being selective about who I associate with and who I invest my time into was the best decision I could have ever made, not only for myself, but also for my goals and my career pursuits, my happiness. Do not underestimate the power of influence. Be selective about who you invest your time into. I learned that the hard way. That is one of the biggest lessons that I've had from being in my 20s so far. Who you invest your time into will ultimately determine the trajectory of your life. I truly, truly believe that. Unfortunately, it can often be the people in our own environments that prevent us from achieving our goals, from starting that project or from even freely expressing ourselves. We are truly the products of the five closest people to us. Put your time into the right people. If we feel supported in our immediate environments, it will make starting that project or expressing yourself or whatever it is that you want to do, it will make that process so much easier. Even if you have to sacrifice having a smaller circle of friends but that all lift you up and add to your life, it's 100% worth it. Focus on quality over quantity always. 
So this brings me to point number two, which is to expand your social environment to include people who are on the same path as you or who have been where you are looking to go. So once you have a group of cheerleaders in your life, then you can look at networking and expanding your circles to include more people that are passionate about similar things, more people that are on the same path as you or are 10 steps ahead of you. We often need people to relate to and to confide in about the things that we are going through. Although having supportive people in your life is incredibly, incredibly important, they won't necessarily be the people that you can relate to or that you can confide in about the things that you're going through. They won't necessarily understand or be able to give you advice. It's great that you have the support of people, but I think a huge part of overcoming fear of judgment from others is to have people around you who are doing similar things. You can lean on these people, relate to these people, and feel less alone in your pursuits. So you won't feel like an outlier. You won't feel like what you are doing is abnormal because you're surrounded or at least not necessarily surrounded, but you have people who are also on the same path. So you're like, oh, okay, we're in this together. And bam, you have a tribe. You have a tribe of people doing similar things. It can be really difficult when we don't have anyone in our circles to relate to. That's why when we go through certain stages in our lives, say a breakup, for example, you can find in that friend who has just gone through something similar. I had Nathan Moss on the potty last week and he spoke about how building his network of people doing similar things was such a crucial part of his success journey. He spoke about how they provided a different level of support that any of his friends or family could have brought. He felt so much more understood and had that feeling of belonging and that pushed him to carry on in that path and become successful. So going back to the science around needing to feel a sense of belonging, this is where this point really comes in. We need a tribe of similarity to feel like we belong. I think that can perhaps contribute to the longevity of the path that you decide to go down. If you are in it for the long run, I think you need to meet people who are doing similar things. If we feel that we belong in a community, according to the science, we may feel more settled in the pursuit. This could apply to anything. If you want to, you know, run a marathon, make friends with people who also are interested in running a marathon, you know, because you'll keep each other accountable and you'll feel like you're a part of something. You'll feel like you belong in that goal. Or if you want to travel the world for a living, make connections with people who are living that life. In essence, make connections with people who have been where you are wanting to go or who are currently going down a similar path. Build your tribe of similarity. (laughs) So now you've got your close tribe, your social circles, which are all supportive, and you've also got your similarity tribe that will massively help with the fear of judgment because everyone around you is now supportive so point number three subscribe to people who inspire you use social media as a tool for inspiration and productivity so we are greatly influenced by what we subscribe to on social media or even on media in general whether we realize it or not 
What we are feeding our minds and consuming will over time contribute to our opinions and thoughts. It really does shape the way we think sometimes. Even I have to stop myself and go, oh, do I actually think that? Or was that just because I saw a video of someone talking about that? Social media can, however, be an incredible, incredible tool. So it is not all destructive unless we use it that way. I actually personally love social media and it has opened up so many doors for me because when have we ever in history been able to gain access to the most incredible minds, the most incredible leaders, spokespeople, neuroscientists, hormone specialists, Whatever industry or field you are interested in, there will be a spokesperson who has taken to social media to share their wisdom and knowledge with the world. We have instant access to that now. So I don't necessarily see social media as access to all the influencers and all the people who are promoting unhealthy habits and all of that. My Instagram is now flooded with inspiration and it brings me a lot. So when I go on a social media scroll, I actually learn something, which is actually really cool. So we can use this as a tool and flood our media experience with positive, educational and inspirational people to actually help us achieve our goals and to give us reliable knowledge on certain topics. I believe this can really help us overcome the fear of judgment and of social criticisms if we are subscribing to the people who are experts in the field that we want to move into. So we don't open up social media and feel like if we do something, we're going to be judged because we're not really seeing that side of it, if that makes sense. There's a great tool on Instagram where you can mute people where they don't know you've muted them. So you're still friends, but you just don't see their stories and you don't see their posts. That is great. (laughs) They won't even know. So let what you consume actually add to your life. Let it be productive because we're all going to have social media anyway. So we might as well just make good use of it. All social platforms will feed what you tell them that you enjoy. So change your social experience to work for you and not against you. I can even get an idea for my project when I'm on social media now, which is great. It did take time to cut out the weeds and to follow the right people and to unfollow the right people, but we got there and I highly, highly recommend it. So point number four, we have invest in yourself and build your skills. So investing in yourself is a great way to overcome your fear of judgment When we feel more skilled in a task, we will likely have more self-confidence, self-belief and actually perform better as a result. So taking up a course in something that you are looking to move into will build the trust within yourself that you are capable or that you even have a starting point on whatever you are wanting to move into or do. So before I launched my podcast, I did a TV presenting and radio course. It was just for a week and I went into it to mainly meet people in this niche and to see if I actually align with them. But what I got out of the course was confidence and belief in my abilities just because I thought I had a starting point because I had invested in myself and I felt less fear of judgment from others because I was like, no, okay, I'm confident in my skills. So I think when we have self-confidence, it also counteracts that fear of judgment because we know that we can do the task. 
And that then brings me on to point number five. This one I will keep short because this could be a whole nother episode, but that is building self-confidence. So create a stack of evidence to support yourself, to back yourself. When we have trust in ourselves and belief in our goals and in what we are striving for, I truly believe the opinions of others just don't matter as much as we're already backing ourselves. If we are the ones to judge ourselves, it can make it so much easier for other people's opinions to then confirm that existing belief, that existing judgment that we have on ourselves. You know, if we think, oh, we're not that good. And then someone comments, oh, you're not that good. You're like, oh, I was right. (laughs) You know, it's confirming those existing beliefs. So let's build that self-confidence. And something that can help with this is to follow through the goals that you set, even the smallest goals. If you promised yourself you'd go to the gym first thing in the morning, follow through with that because you want to build a stack of evidence showing that you followed your goals or showing that you can do what you said you did and that will build your own trust within yourself. I think low self-confidence definitely stems from saying you're going to do something and then not actually supporting yourself in that or letting yourself down. Just like how... When friends let us down sometimes, if they've told us they're going to do something and they didn't do that, then it takes away a bit of confidence that we have in them when it comes to ourselves. We treat ourselves the same way. So if we promise ourselves we're going to do something and we don't do it, then we obviously can't have the confidence in ourselves that next time we're going to follow through with it, you know? So we need to build that stack of evidence supporting ourselves so that when we do something different or we go left field, you know, we back ourselves. Like I follow through with things and I can do it again now. A book that I would really recommend on building self-confidence is How to Be Confident by James Smith. If you don't already know by now, I love this man. He's so inspirational. He has so much wisdom. You can get this book on Audible or hard copy if you like reading pages. (laughs) I do not. I'm keeping this point short about confidence because there will be an episode to come on this. So that brings us to the end of the episode. In short, it is completely normal and expected for us as humans to feel a sense of fear around judgment and around social criticisms. And this is due to our innate need to belong. So we do actually need to feel psychologically safe, according to science, to perform well. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be able to chase our dreams and goals in life. It's when people's opinions of you, you start caring about it too much that you're unable to chase that goal or go down that path. That's when it becomes an issue. So it just means that if perhaps we are apprehensive and we care too much about what other people think, there may be things in our social environment that we just need to change and adjust to have a more supportive tribe around us. I think the message of this episode is that we need to belong and we need to have a tribe of supportive people, no matter how big or small that is. And that will allow us to overcome our fear of judgment because we don't see it as much. We don't hear it as much. And people are there for us. And we also need to be there for ourselves. I hope you got something out of this episode. I hope it inspired you in some way, shape or form. 
if you could please do me a massive, massive favor and hit subscribe if you're on Apple or hit follow if you're on Spotify. That actually makes such a big difference in my podcasting world. Also slide into my DMs with people that you would like me to interview. It is 20s inspired or lowercase on Instagram and on TikTok. If you could also, also cheeky little plug, leave a five-star rating. That helps massively. Talk to you all next week. Bye.